Hey there, I'm Susan. And I'm Jessica. Welcome to the Eavesdrop on Us podcast, where we have real conversations about what it's like to be in business these days. Pull up a chair and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Eavesdrop on Us podcast. I'm your host, Jessica. And I'm Susan. And Susan, I'm going to cue this up because I have been on pins and needles waiting to talk about <laughs> this topic with you. So, so you yeah, give me just a second because I want to set this up. So we are at the top of 2024. It is January 12th when we are recording this. And with absolutely no surprise, there has been a craze that has sort of taken over yeah. social media and it has elicited just the most interesting conversations on social media ranging from this is so stupid i don't get this people are so literally people are so dumb and i'm quoting what i've seen in my feed this is not my language um and i think you know the 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 business owner in me is always curious when i see stuff this is what makes me stop scrolling in my feed i'm like why are we behaving like this? Why are we acting like this? And the thing that we're going to unpack today is, if we had a drum roll sound, we would have it. Oh, yeah. Is the Stanley mm -hmm. Tumblr craze. So, Susan, are you excited to get into this? I am, actually. I think it's yeah. really an interesting perspective to take a look at, okay, how do things become viral? How do they become a lightning bolt or a zeitgeist or you know an aha moment um so yeah i i, I know you're chomping so go for it go for well, it well well and i think i think your your quote of everything is a master class and i think yes. once once you once you framed things in that way instead of being so reactive and emotional about something that i see and i'm like well that's so dumb or i don't understand it i don't get it it's like wait a second there's something that we can learn from this because we are not a product-based business no, we no. don't necessarily i i personally I, I think you're on the same page with this susan i don't think the two of us are interested in like we got to go viral that is not a top priority <laughs> so for us in our mind yeah, yeah. so to that end, happens, but that's not what drives us. Correct. So I think that with the frame of everything as a masterclass, I want to talk about what can we learn from this and Fine. what can we okay. take away from, from this? So I think, let me just give some context for those of you who've been living under a rock and are like I'm Stanley Tumblers, <laughs> like Stanley Where? Tumblers, you mean the thing that like, you know, outdoorsmen use like, yes, those that the cups, the tumblers. So essentially back in november this woman recorded this video on tiktok tragic car fire right like the last thing anybody ever wants to experience the only thing that kind of made it out of this fire in one piece was her stanley tumbler and it was so interesting it was such an interesting story that even i think it was the ceo or the president of stanley tumbler did like a stitched video commenting on it talking about it and i think that series of events once it started picking up traction on social media like it just went viral to the extent that stores like target in the united states have limits on how many of these people can get crazy and you know what's even funnier when i posted about on about this on facebook there was a woman who said my <laughs> my son's girlfriend cried because she didn't get this cup for christmas so it's a head scratcher and i think a lot of us who are looking at this literally are like a cup like what so 
that's what I, you know, and now that we understand like what caused this thing to go viral, I think Susan, I'm curious, like what was your initial reaction to this? Well, at first I was like, why? What's the big, what is the big story here? What, what's the get, what's the, what's the deal? And fascinatingly enough, um, I too had seen in one of the emails I get gives me, and it's an aggregator, and it gives me the headlines of what's really trending, what's picking up momentum, clicks, engagement, and shares. And this story was in it. And I just looked at it. It was a head scratcher at first. You know, I did not, uh, to be fully transparent, I didn't dismiss it, but I was more of, what's going on here? Then uh, you reached out to me. You were really on fire about it. You're like, well, we got to talk about this because this is a really good story and illustration teaching moment that we can share. And that got me excited. And then I, I paused and I was like, yes. Okay. So I asked myself when I first got it, where, what's the big business lesson? Because I always see things through, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm very committed to that. So that's where I get the, it's a master's class. It, it helps separate myself from the bias that might be built in or present or sometimes even unknown. So a lot of times I'll look at things like, okay, so what is the point? What's the lesson here? And the only thing I could take um, a real connection with was the fact that she survived and it survived along with her. And that's, that's a survivor story. And we all love survivor stories. And, you know, it's as simple as a simple cup and it conveys solidarity, community, connection, um, identity. I see you, sister. I see that you, you survived a fire. So I'm seeing that. But then on the business side, what is really interesting is, to your point, this is, this is a, it's Stanley. Okay, come on. It's Stanley. It's a, it's a well-known brand, but is it known for its tankards? You know, these big cups? No, but it sure as hell is now. And let me tell you, I love the fact that others are sharing it and that's what's really interesting too here in terms of masterclass observation it's not such a solo act it's a very much a communal so if someone buys one they buy it for themselves and someone else i know someone commented on that oh, post i was referring to she was like i bought two and if i could take one step back because i think yeah. there's you know the two of us have that frame that there's something that we can learn from anything. We are open-minded. We want to take away, you know, a lesson of how can this apply to us? I think what's really interesting is what grabbed my attention in particular is the fact that so many people, business owners, and especially were dismissing this as this is stupid. I don't get it. So there's really two avenues. I think one, there was the dismissal of like, this is another stupid trend. Yeah. Who cares? And right. then I think, too, there was sort of the outrage. And I saw this from some entrepreneurs who were posting, you know, I don't understand why someone will rush out to to grab a Stanley Cup tumbler thing, but won't share or talk about my business. And I was like, that is why I want to talk about this, because people it is like it is such a powerful lesson that is literally right in front of your eyes and you're not even open to receiving it. And so, what so is the business lesson from your perspective? Well, I don't even want to get into that for a second. I want to no. get into first, 
I want to talk for a second about why do you think people are so quick to dismiss this? Oh, I, well, yes. When people are overwhelmed and feeling stretched and challenged, even the biggest of biggest opportunities is a huge to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there is that element. I also think what's in there too is the dismissive energy, the dismissive behavior, commentary, so on. Um, when we're saturated, when we possibly cannot take on anything more, well, that's dumb. You know, we'll, we'll say something along those lines, which is really dismissive energy and focus and lost opportunity. Because that's when you should be paying attention is when you catch yourself saying that. And I learned that years ago because it's like, wait a second, that was a visceral reaction. Why am I having that visceral reaction or response to something going on? And I think what was really interesting to me is it was literally Hatfield and McCoy's on this. You either really got it or you didn't. And, and see, that's why I wanted to talk about that piece before we get into like, okay, so what can someone take away from this? You know, I think the the dismissal energy to me, I think is intellectual laziness. I think it's 100%. just like, you are not, you are an entrepreneur. Like you are a problem solver. Yeah. You, you got into this because you had this create, you wanted to solve problems, be creative, think outside the box. This is your opportunity to use that that perspective and see, wait a second. Do the, that though, Jess. That should be a reminder to to my point, mm -hmm. right? So I, I'm seeing here a one-two punch. So if you're finding yourself in a place of where you're dismissing, number one, recognize, well, maybe you might be overwhelmed and you're not delegating or you're stressed out or wait a second, if you're a business owner, decision maker, or senior leadership team member, you need to make decisions and frosty decisioning on the spot to your point, right? So if you're dismissing right away out of the gate, you just blew it. You just blew it. That's one of the reasons why you're in the game. You just blew your original charge while you're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think once you recognize that, okay, it, this is not, it's not about the cup, right? It's not, <laughs> not about, that. it's not about that. It, it's like, I need to be paying attention yeah. to where are people, where's people's attention and curiosity going, right? Why are people so excited to talk about this? Why are they so interested in getting one if they weren't into it before? Like, why are people paying attention to this? And and what as a business owner can I take and apply to my own? If I even if I don't have a product, don't have some crazy car fire story, there's something. And that's where, you know, that's why I I feel so excited to talk about it because I'm like, guys, you're missing the lesson. Like there's so much we could take away from this. So I think Susan, let's get into what we think lessons business owners can take away from this. Yeah, I love, I love okay. that. Um, let, it rip. let it rip. What's your top three? Well, I guess, you know, it, it, and I'm speaking to the person who says, wait a second, I don't understand why my friends will go out 
and they will go get this cup. They'll get two. They'll go above and beyond. They'll search around and they'll literally find a store. Like there's none at the target up the street, right? So people will literally go and search for these. Why will they put in that effort and attention for something like this cup, but they won't support my business? And I want to get my two cents and I'm curious what, what you think it. after. I, I'm dying. Give it. Well, I, I think it's a matter of, I think you're making the assumption that people care about your business. And I think you have to give someone a reason to care. And so I think from, from what I'm taking away from this is you have to be a better storyteller. I think fundamentally the reason people are so interested in the Stanley Tumblr yeah, is, is one, it has a really great story. A phenomenal now, story. Of yeah. course, you know, not everyone's going to be like, well, now I've got to go set my car on fire to tell a great story. No, that's not the point. It's, yeah. <laughs> but the point is that this started, the reason why people are so excited and want this is because at, the, at its core, a great story was told. And right. I think that's what gets people so to care about story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in this case, it was a survivor story, but I think yeah. if you're like, I don't understand why someone's not going to share and talk about my business, about business consulting or landscaping or electrician, it's like, because you haven't given them a reason to, no. you know? So, so that's why I, I labeled it. That's intellectual laziness to be like, well, I expect my friends to want to promote my business. And I haven't given them a reason to, I haven't inspired them to want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I love it. I think you're on the track that is correct. In fact, um, you know, and many times these viral things happen because there is a mission, a vision, a story. There's something that people can participate in. I'm invited into it. Mm -hmm. And I think what's really interesting too is the undercurrent of People will literally go over the river and through the woods for their girlfriend to have one. So it, I love the communal and we don't normally see that in viral or um, trends or anything like that of, it's really in a communal experience that this one is introducing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that to me is very interesting. Do I have all the answers and the insights? No, but you bet I'm looking into it because, okay, I like the survivor story. I, could it be that women are, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be your, you know, I'm your Stanley. So if you need me, I'm gonna give, the, I, I don't know, but I think it's an interesting question that it's this device of, I've got you. You're my friend. I'm your ride or die. I'm there with you. Like this cup was for that girl, woman in that car fire. Um, and you know, it, it could be even more just lighthearted in the sense of, look, I, I thought of you, everybody's grabbing this and I got you one too. It could be just that lighthearted and, you know, less meaningful there right? So one could be really, really heavy. One could be really, really light. I, I think in terms of businesses, I think what Stanley did was really smart. They inserted themselves squarely at ground zero in this woman's experience. And that was super savvy. 
They were, and it wasn't just anybody. It was senior leadership that inserted themselves into that experience, that uh, story, to give it even more momentum and meaning. Um, I, I just thought that was so damn savvy. Well, I think the takeaways, you know, for that particular lesson is, you know, people love being a part of a That's mission, it. something bigger than themselves. Positive. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's so positive and it's uplifting. Yeah. And and I think to that end, it's 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 I love that. These are not easy questions. This is why I think a lot of people are like, I don't get it. This is dumb. It's, it's like not. because it's making your you got to make your brain work for this. You got to think about it. So when you were taking this on, Jess, I'm curious. Um, I love the fact that you immediately went to, this is a masterclass. There's, a, there's an opportunity here to learn. And there's an opportunity to share with our community as to not only is this a really cool experience and a, and a current event and something really quite sweet, honestly, but there's a great thing that you can bring into your business. What were you hoping folks would do? when they consumed that story from you, as you shared. Well, one, I was really proud of that email because I was like, I've got to write an email today. And when I found that story, I was like, ah, that is it. I got it. So I, I think it was more of the one, I just wanted people to shift from that closed-minded perspective to, oh, actually there's something I can take away from it. But I think really the the cool thing is, and I think this steps into the second lesson is, this is a product that was primarily used by outdoorsmen men. or yeah. or men or or those in the trades like electricians or plumbers or something. It was that kind of like camo forest green color. And now you have this cup that's in like pink and girly <laughs> colors and very feminine, you know. You know, there's there's pictures of of people literally grabbing at target these pink ones. And so I was like, this is fascinating. And here's why you have this cup that was traditionally marketed toward this, toward this one group. They introduced it. They took the same product. It was just repackaged, repositioned. And now you have Very women, smart. young, young people, Gen Z, uh, who are literally like going all over the place. So they took this product and penetrated a completely new market. And all they did really was change the color, and honestly. And the story. And the story. And I think a lot of people right now, the business owners that we're talking to, yeah. it's, I need to, you know, in terms of my sales and marketing efforts for 2024, I need to be really thoughtful and strategic. How can I take what I do? Very smart. Potentially, for example, a lot of service-based business owners are thinking, how can I potentially target a more affluent market, right? Mm -hmm. Or how can I get into a, take the same thing and find, you know, even more customers in this group. And so, the Stanley Tumblr is a lesson of you don't really have to change. It's not like they cr invented something new. It was or they changed, changed the, who they are or changed who they are. No, it's yeah, that's still, a good point. It's still a tankard. It's a tankard. And when it came out to your point, I, I, I want to reemphasize that because it was a very good point. I think you made here. This was a pedestrian everyday Joe model. Mm -hmm. Right, you have Yeti, and you know, not to give I them do a love my Yeti. I do I love, love my that little thing. Yeti here. We're um, not sponsored. I wish no. we were. <laughs> if you're watching, let's you know talk. But um, to my point is that this was for the everyday folks. This was not a premium, bougie, uh, fancy pantsy tankard. It was 
a Stanley. It has a very long storied history in its own right, right? You know, going to uh, factories with all the lunch bunch group, you know? So it has a long story and a very um, approachable, but man, did it go upstairs. It elevated its branding, its narrative, its opportunities. Come on. Where do you usually see uh, Stanley? Normally at the Ace Hardware or True Value or- Like Lowe. REI, outdoor kind yeah. of camping. REI, especially, yes, right? And recently there was a wedding that we were talking with one of our clients where they were given away, brace yourself folks, for the bridesmaids, they all got one. Oh my gosh. I mean, come I love on. It. For a bridesmaid? What? And I'm sure they were all ecstatic to get one. They all lost it. They all lost it. And from my perspective, I I just wanted to really overemphasize, if possible, that particular point that, look, did they change who they are? No, they changed to who they were speaking with. There you go. They were invited. And this is the point. Be ready for those conversations that if you were invited into a new room, how would you, could you invite those individuals in that particular room to join in, in your mission, vision, and your value proposition to the market? So big, big, big point. We wanna create new markets, new opportunities, but are you prepared to have those conversations? If you're not, take the lesson from this. And, and that's where your masterclass moment is, right? Um, I would bet every other person would have another lesson that they could learn from this. this. And that's one thing too, from having a masterclass perspective, it's not a one and done. There's no right or wrong. It's, wait a second, before I dismiss it wholesale and before I poo poo it, if you will, is there a great opportunity I can look and ask, huh, how could this help me and my business or empower my team to tell a better story? or open a door with more grace and ease as opposed to punching through the door to get through into that new market. Yeah, I, I think there was there was one other lesson that I took and it's, it's to your point, I think we all see the lessons through the lenses of our business and what our specialty 100%. is. For yeah. example, one of our friends, Christina Nicholson, who does PR, <laughs> <laughs> who was like all over, you know, her job is to pay attention to what's grabbing people's yes. attention and how you could take something and obviously get more people to pay attention to it. But her point was, the lesson is one media hit, one instance of, of social media going, you know, going bigger on social media or getting in going the news upstairs. or getting on a great podcast is that's going to like, all you need is really one good one. That's going to really skyrocket you. So again, even if your intention is not to go viral, it's how can I get, how can I harness somebody else's platform? And that's what the CEO did. Yeah. What I thought was so damn savvy is that, look, this is just a, a woman's experience, incredibly valiant and important. And thank goodness she's, she's okay. But how many other brands would call? I don't know. And I think just that willingness to insert themselves into it and say, wow, we were a part of your you know, victory there over that fire and your survivor story. 
Where's can I tell that? you a really cool? Can I tell you a really cool example? Because I've seen this happen. It doesn't happen very often, uh, where someone from the company, you know, senior yes. leadership, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. owner inserts themselves. So I actually use this with the the adjunct uh, composition class that I teach. Three years, almost four years ago, this was during the pandemic, there was a viral 30 second, 30 second TikTok video of this guy. I can't remember his name. Um, He's a potato farmer out in Idaho. And um, he was supposed to get his truck going, take him to work. Truck didn't work. So he literally went longboarding or skateboarding and he had a bottle of ocean spray cranberry juice and he was listening to the Fleetwood Mac song dream dreams dreams I think yeah and it it just went crazy I think at the time you know it was so uh, it wasn't serious it was fun the guy looked like he was having a great time he was singing along like lip syncing to the song it was so carefree and obviously I think at the time people were craving that kind of content but I think it was the CEO I don't know if he still is or or whatever the CEO of Ocean Spray brilliant he was like on his truck with the same song drinking the juice and it just you know it was a viral moment and I think as a business owner so Damn smart and well, savvy. I, I think it's smart from my perspective because I think I think it's you're you're seeing how people are interacting with your products and services. And yeah. the more visible you are, people are gonna be like, Oh my gosh, there's a human behind the brand, right? And I think people, you know, we buy people buy from people. So the more visible you can be and the more you can create that connection, people are like, Whoa, this is cool. I adore that because in that example, we're really emphasizing. So the masterclass lesson would be what? Um, experience, sharing, connect. I'm going to show you mine. I mean, good grief. How many TikToks <laughs> have you seen or short reels have you seen where, you know, that we're dancing, singing, we're just goofing, we're having fun. And can we just, at the very first podcast that we shared together what was the mission have Have fun fun. and that's what that comes to me that's what I'm hearing in that instance so yeah don't take yourself so damn seriously lighten up um you know not everything is going to deliver world peace although it would be really welcomed at this stage but (laughs) that said I love the vision of seeing somebody from the midwest on a long board skating along chugging down something from ocean spray hello it was just so every day it was so relatable it was just you know it was one of those so good moments yeah i think it going in this this that's one direction right that's sort of the the pr kind of like how can you kind of take this media hit and leverage it and harness it i think the other thing this came up actually when we were doing a vip day with a client was you know the their question was how can I get our favorite, like the the clients who love us, the clients who are so loyal to us, how can I get them to talk about us more? Because Stanley Tumblr, what you ended up seeing now, it lends itself so beautifully because it's a product and it's a physical thing. So I think, I think it's a little bit, it's a, yeah, it's a little bit easier, I think, for products in that instance. But you had people who literally were creating like Stanley Tumblr walls behind them of different cups. Crazy, right? They had like unboxing, like people reviewing it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then you even had people, you know, young, young women, right? Gen Z women on Christmas morning, like crying because they got one. So it, you know, I don't know if a business consultant or a real estate agent or a CPA, a lot of the professional services would be like, I hope someone cries over my service. But the bigger question is, they could. Yeah, because in that moment, um, just for the, without saying names or what I can say the industry, it was uh, real estate development Mm -hmm. and um, they are brokers. And of course, what is it? A transaction of your home space. Could you talk about anything more emotionally based? You know, so it could be, um, you know, waking up in a beautiful dream that you made come true. Okay, how do we help our clients communicate that? Well, have them pick their favorite song and just, you know, do something that's in common. Remember, we talked about something here that is very much in place because now we're doing the variables and the constants. What's constant? Community, connection, the same, rinse, repeat. I did that, you did that too. Oh, how'd you do that? Let's have a conversation around that. And it's really at the, at the base of it, is there a mission? Is there experience? So things usually revolve around mission, vision, and experience. So if you're in a professional services where you don't have something tangible to say, okay, you know, product placement and marketing terms, right? Um, I'm not going to talk about you know, I have a product here. Let me, oh, look at this. Ah, I could just, I'm going to roll over in my warm, comfy, fluffy bed in my favorite new home that without the assistance and guidance of X, Y, and Z, boom. So you go experience and you can, now, how does that, this one did an experience, this one shared an experience, share, 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 share. But see how this is prompting you know, it goes back to be a better storyteller. You know, I think it's, it's shedding that entitlement. And I don't, I don't think it's a conscious, like, it's not, it's not like a, you know, they wake up and they're like, you know, everyone better talk about me. I think it's that subconscious, like these people, like they, they love me. They had a great experience. Why don't they want to talk about this? It's like, well, I I don't know how, you know, they're not automatically going to do this. And so you have to do some legwork as the business owner, to create a storytelling opportunity. And again, that requires some brain work. Yes, and you know, a lot of times it's fill in the blank. So, you know, when we go for those testimonials, when we go for those, well, could I interview you? They're, they're literally going to give you the face of a deer in the headlights. You're like, what? What if I say something wrong? Now it becomes about them on the spot, whereas, Hey, if we set something up, clearly this is a home of your dreams. I'm just going to stick with that for a bit because that's really a tough one for many to get their arms around. How do you feel about being in your home? What does it feel like when you wake up? See, I'm talking about feelings and experiences. Better questions, asking better questions, being a better storyteller. You know, I just want to put this in here because it just popped to mind while you were talking. I think also, you know, a few years ago, we're just using real estate as an example. I was in a networking group with a real estate agent and this particular real estate agent was very visible on social media. Didn't just post like, here's another listing. Oh, no. Um, 
you know, I had, I had formed, I formed, you know, through our networking, you know, experience, a relationship. And I remember sharing one of her posts and I was like, I mean, I want to sell my, I want to put my house on the market because I want this person to sell it. Like, yes. it wasn't that she did anything that mysterious. I think really what was going on there was passion, the visit, professionalism, passion, professionalism. Yeah. But I think also from a, you know, uh, from the real estate agent to the the client perspective is she was visible. She was talking about what she did. There was the relationship that was built. And so I think we're kind of just expecting in many instances, it's like, well, of course, someone's going to share my stuff, or of course, someone's going to talk about me when you haven't laid the groundwork for, for them to want to share it. To what end? Yeah. There's that fabulous question I love to ask our clients. Okay, we can do that. But to what end? Mm -hmm. Right? So God bless the people that sit at our tables and during those uh, <laughs> VIP days because you have Jessica giving them, okay, really good questions and her teaching them how to ask those questions. You always have me, okay, to what end? What's the big picture? Where are we going with this? How does this move the needle? How does this make an impact? How do you really find the joy that you had when you first started this dang thing? Relit rediscovered, re-experienced. Yeah. I think, and all from a silly story, quote unquote, of a Stanley Cup. So I think as you are listening to this, right, I'm speaking to our listeners now, hopefully this has prompted you to, one, I think beyond the Stanley Tumblr, beyond the cup, beyond this specific experience, it's approaching things from everything as a masterclass. And what can I take away from this? And how can I use this to teach me something about what I can be doing better in my business? And I think, two, it's encouraging you to be more inquisitive and problem solving as you are considering, how can I tell better stories in my business? How can I get the people who love me and love what I do to talk about what I do? And how can I take what I do in my business, my product, my service, whatever it is that I offer, and take that and I can reposition it to a new market and find, you know, a lot new, a lot of new clients and customers. Like the the lessons are so rich. Yes. If you're willing to take them. Yeah. So again, ask more questions. Be childlike in your in curiosity. And I think with that, I don't think there's much else we could talk about with the Stanley no, Tumblr. I think, we, I think we nailed it. All right. Yeah. So, Susan, thanks so much, as always, for such a great conversation. It was genuinely my pleasure. Thank you. All right. And we'll catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe and to stay updated, head over to IWantToCollaborate.com. I'm Jessica. And I'm Susan. See you next time.